Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 10th of June 2023. And the episode title is It's Not a Political Statement to Be a Gay Geek. Lone Colossus Games is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. Contact has been made, and the ball is in my court. So we should get a feature-length interview live this month. This is the first Geek Native Audio EXP podcast, a highlight show, since June, as I was at the UK Games Expo last week. That means I'll highlight some news from there, but first I want to run through the candidates for July's RPG Publisher Spotlight. If you're a site or podcast patron, thank you. And you can vote for one of the following. Lost Fears Publishing RPG Gamer Starry Night Press Grey Desert Studio or The Grinning Frog Since I've been away, Apple has released their Mixed Reality Vision Pro. That's a three and a half grand headset with a two hour battery life. But with Apple in this market, it will surely mean innovation and progression. It's also the same week that gamers found dents in their heads, unlikely through wearing their headsets or headphones for that long. Hmm, it's a health hazard I didn't have a decade ago. Both those stories were picked up by Bronwyn Winter Phoenix, who I hope we'll be seeing a lot more of on the blog. A second pair of eyes and a bigger brain are good things for Geek Native to develop. And while it's not the first week of June, it is the week that Kiwi RPG Week kicks off. I won't try and pronounce the actual name of the indie celebration of tabletop RPGs from New Zealand. Instead, I suggest checking it out as there are deals, freebies and news. It's also the week that we have the nominations from the Origins Awards announced. You can find the full list on the blog, but here are the RPG highlights. In the RPG Core Rules category, there's Blackbirds by Andrews McMeal Publishing, Blade Runner, the role-playing game by Free League, Coyote and Crow by Coyote and Crow, Tea Time Adventures by Snowbright Studio, and The One Ring, also by Free League Publishing. In the RPG supplement section, there's Agents of June by Modifius, the Blade Runner starter set by Free League, the Fallout starter box by Modifius, Warhammer Fantasy, Enemy Within Volume Number 5 by Cubicle 7, and the Z-Hander Starter Box by Andrews McMeal Publishing. In accessories, and this is the last category I'll do, there is Call to Adventure Art Decks by Brotherwise Games. There's the deluxe board game Train Sets by The Little Plastic Train Co. There's the Power Rangers Zordon Dice Tower and GM Screen by Renegade Game Studios. And there are the Deck of Many Animated Conditions by Hitpoint Press and the Deck of Many Animated Illusions by Hitpoint Press. So, what was the UK Games Expo like? Well, it was jam-packed with over 50,000 people in attendance. I know that's not on US Comic Con level, but my local tabletop convention, Compulsion, might get a few hundred people. I saw how diverse the geek community is. I struggled to cover the event properly, which I suspected would be the case, but I was surprised to get home to discover there had been a drama. 
UK Games Expo have apologised for this, but one of the volunteers helping with the RPG demos had been refusing to allow queer-themed RPGs. It was a mistake, and UK Games Expo has had a disastrous situation in the past, which resulted in, rightly, a GM being thrown out for running a sexual assault scene. I suspect that incident is why the current guidelines are for no sexual content in RPG sessions at the convention. The thing is, and this is what UK Games Expo agrees with, it's not sexual content in the game if the heroes are straight white men who go out on adventure. Equally, it's not sexual content if the heroes are lesbian green goblins who go out on adventure. Both groups of characters could gauge in all sorts of sexual adventures, and that would cross the UK Games Expo guidelines, but the orientation of the characters does not make the game sexual. Nor, of course, does the sexual preference of the players or their characters make the game a political statement. That gay people exist is not a point for politicians to debate. It's a fact of life. Sounds obvious? It should be. But the no-politics rule was the attempted defence of the moderators of the Battletech subreddit when they were caught deleting every mention of the Battletech Pride anthology. That's a Battletech fanzine written by queer authors. Pleasingly, those homophobic moderators have been removed. Catalyst Games, who make some of the Battletech games, and actual Battletech authors, and the original founder of the subreddit have all stepped up and stepped in to make it clear. A Battletech is for everyone. There was, I'm pleased to say, plenty of good news from UK Games Expo 2023 as well. Now, some highlights for me include Don't Play This Game, which Parable will kickstart later, and for which you can get a free quick start right now. Don't Play This Game is a solo RPG in a chain letter style, which means you can pass it on. If you survive and want, you'll finish the game with a weird journal that you can give to someone else who also disregards the advice not to play the game. I scribbled furiously during Krupakult 7's session, while the one that the striking train situation here in the UK allowed me to attend, and I can report that after the Inquisition supplement for the Warhammer 40k RPG Imperium Maledictum, that the next supplement will be for the Adeptus Mechanicus. Well, that's Cubicle 7's plan, but as we all know, plans change. A much less famous, in fact a totally unknown because it was under wraps until being revealed here at UK Games Expo, is the RPG Breaking Infinity. The tabletop RPG from Bafflebox Games accompanies the indie sci-fi movie of the same name. Breaking Infinity will stream on Amazon Prime, Netflix and other platforms this year. Drama and news hasn't been restricted to the UK Games Expo though. There's been an essential update from Battlefield Press. The company boss, Jonathan Thompson, sadly passed away near the start of the year and he was the engine that kept the battlefield running. His brother, Adam, has also stepped up, but getting access to company details and computers has been a battle. This month, Adam finally got access to Kickstarter, where he discovered various unfulfilled campaigns. Fans and backers have been asked to wait 
while Adam tries to steady the finances and the company. This loyal brother is determined to do right and get gamers their product while saving Jonathan's legacy. There's also a fight in the collectible trading card space over the likely to be a big hit Disney's Lorcana. Lorcana is from Ravensburger who make other Disney games but Upper Deck are suing. Upper Deck say that Lorcana has been stolen and a designer who left them to join Ravensburger is involved. If you do buy Lorcana here in the UK or perhaps a Warhammer game from a British retailer then your parcel might come with Warhammer stamps. The 520 year old Royal Mail has issued an official set of Warhammer stamp. Why? Well, to celebrate things British. And in the theme of all things are geeky, Bronwyn also penned an epic 18 vintage reproductions brands who she rated and reviewed. In this case, those vintage brands are dresses and just the sort of stylish attire that you could wear to a gaming convention. And perhaps if you buy one of those from a UK company, it might also arrive in a package decorated with Warhammer stamps. As we hurry to the usual outro of bundles, let's first tuck in one more free game and one which needs no postage at all. Rightworks has released a free star tradition of Mecha vs Kaiji 2020X for 5e. It's available from DriveThruRPG or by clicking on the handy links in Geek Native. Right, those bundles are all on the bundle of holding, and the first one is the second edition of Lex Arcana. You have until the 26th to join the legions of a supernatural Roman Empire. Another, well, technically two separate ones, but let's bundle the bundles, are from Goodman Games and for Dungeon Crawl Classes Lagmar. How badly did I pronounce that? Lastly, there's one from Aether Nexus for the evil world of Dragongrin. That's a flash nail, and you only have until the 14th to go get it. And on that note, let's wrap up there, let people be themselves, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>